Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Stacey Thomas Unrestricted Unlimited Talk Show. Glad to have you guys. We've got a special guest here. First, I'd like to tell you, in case you see my banner, I am Stacey Thomas Unrestricted Unlimited because I have yet to see all that he has for me. And for some reason, I don't know if it's my mother up in heaven saying, look out for her, Lord. <laughs> but he's blessing me with some amazing people in my path as I find out all that he wants me to do. And today, just to give you a little bit about um, it would happen when I'm on here, excuse me, my nose. <laughs> um, let me tell you a little bit about her before I actually let her speak. She is Dr. Kim. All right. She is Dr. Kim. Motivational tycoon, right? Profound wisdom and unbelievable energy is what comes with her. She travels. She's been to Africa. She's been to um, nine different tribes, having things translated. That's how important her words are that's spilling from her, right? And I want to give you guys a chance to get to know her. So I'm going to ask a few questions, and then we're going to get to the topic of the day. Dr. Kim. Hi, Stacey. How are you? I'm well, beautiful. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. I first want to say thank you. I'll probably say it a million times. Thank you for not only coming on the show, but Dr. Kim, you've been a blessing in my life as I followed you the last couple years. Thank you, Stacey. So I want to start by asking questions, beautiful. Um, and if there's something that I leave out that needs to be told, I want you to feel free to cut in and say exactly what you want to say, okay? I will. So I'm going to verify that we have comments, and I want you to be able to see them. I've put them on the screen. Can you see them? Um, if not. I did not see them. Okay. If not, I'll let you know what I see. Okay. I'll, um. Once people, we have people coming on already. So let's get this thing started. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. Dr. Kim. Yes. When did, like, okay, let me get this straight. This is what y'all want to know. <laughs> you've got books, you've got CDs, you are a master coach. You, you have so many things going on. What came first? You know, um, I for some reason, Stacy, I have to think way, way back. It's just my my and um, I remember when I was very young, and I have two older brothers, and it's just me. And I would come home from school, and then I would go to my walls in my bedroom, and I would speak to my walls, and I would imagine that they were people. <laughs> And I, did, and, and I didn't know any better. And I thought I was just, you know, I didn't analyze it. I would just speak to my walls every day when I came home. And I was really young, Stacey. I mean, I was like eight, nine. And so after a while, I kind of forgot about doing that. And then in my early 20s, I started praying about my purpose. You know, why am I here? What is my assignment? What am I supposed to do? And so, you know, I was I was immature and I just expected, you know, for me just to know instantly, but it didn't happen like that. And I was like, please tell me my purpose. Please tell me why I'm here. And so it took about two or three years and I was just so frustrated because I wanted to know my purpose. 
And then I remember I was driving my car on the expressway and deep in my spirit, I remember hearing, you're waiting for me, but I've been waiting for you. And I'm like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you know? So I started journaling that. And, um, and so I was like, you know, I, I don't know what you mean, you're waiting on me. And so it finally came to me that, you know, those times when I was in my bedroom talking to my walls, I was speaking to my walls. I was motivating my walls. I was teaching my walls. And I started doing that. And I was like, don't wait for the platform. So when I was in, and I started Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, I was really young. I was like 17. So I had left home early just to go to college. Um, and, and so whenever I would go and be and go anywhere, Stacey, I would start speaking to people. I was like, don't wait for the platform. If you're a speaker, be a speaker. Okay. So I would go and I would say, hi, how are you? Oh, it's nice to see you. I like your outfit. You know, it's good to see you. Hello. You look beautiful today. And I didn't care how old they are, what color they were. I would just start speaking. And then after that, it just kind of came up. People would say, you know, are you a speaker? And, and then at first I would say no. And then I would start saying, well, yeah. Although I had not spoke, I was just speaking it because okay. I knew from me, me telling off my walls. <laughs> <laughs> and Stacey, that's really kind of how it came. And I remember um, I was you know, I was like, my gosh, a speaker. And I was very embarrassed. And I was like, I don't want to do anything like that. I'm like, that's two way out there. I'm a little shy. I'm a little introverted. I don't want to speak. And then after two or three months, I was like, well, maybe it won't be so bad. And that's kind of, you know, that's really kind of how it happened. Well, that's interesting, especially Sean with speaking to the walls, because a lot of times they say kids, I, I have been told when little kids say something, mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that, mm -hmm. that something's been told to them at a young age and mm -hmm. they automatically know. Right. So, so you were talking to the walls and um, at 20 years old, you want to know what your purpose is. I can't help but wonder what. Did something happen? Like, was something going on that made you want that? Because want to know that? Because most twenty-year-olds, they're thinking about partying and drinking and I dating. Know. I know, Stacy. I've always been strange. Okay, I I know the hair is big, but I am a nerd. Okay, I started praying for my marriage at about nine years old, and I and I and I did. I started praying for my marriage because I didn't want to get married. I was like, I don't want to get married. I just want to focus on it. So I was very mature. And, um, and, you know, I was, I guess a goody goody, you know, I guess a goody goody. And, and so, yes, it was heavy on my heart that I'm supposed to do something because I remember Every day I felt like I didn't fit in. I'm like, I don't like it down here. I don't like this place. You know, I don't like it. And so, yes, it was heavy on my heart that I had an assignment. And um, and I would find that when I spoke to people, when I encouraged people, I was joyful and happy. And then when I didn't, I was sad. 
So doing that gave me my energy. So yes, I was, you know, I mean, I, I definitely was very, um, you know, I started wearing contacts in the seventh grade. That's because I'm, you know, almost blind. And they said, you have to wear contacts. But I, st I started getting a checking account when I was very, very, very young. I mean, I was, um, I was probably in the ninth grade. And so I had told, you know, I told my mother, I said, mama, I said, I want you to get me a Bible for my birthday. And I was probably 12. So yes, I, um, I'm a nerd. I'm more sassy now. <laughs> well, you know, hey, I, I don't look at you and think you're a nerd. And I was going to touch on this later, but you brought it up. I think being different, the older I get, I'm learning to appreciate that. And your hair, mm -hmm. <laughs> Dr. Kim, does it surprise one when they first see your video? Perhaps. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's inspiring because I want that boldness that you have. Yeah. I want that boldness. And you speak about it in some of your videos. You don't say boldness, but I want to walk around and I want to be me mm -hmm. and not care who questions it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Stacey, I've always, you know, and, and sometimes I'll be very honest with you. I, um, Sometimes I'll see pictures of me and my hair and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that. And I'm embarrassed, but I never change it. And so when I when I started speaking seriously and touring, people would say, Dr. Kim, your hair is your brand. And so I would say, well, what do you want me to speak on? Because I could speak on just about anything. And they're like, just give me Dr. Kim. So they didn't care. They were just, and I remember one day I had my hair up and I was feeling so so beautiful to be real honest they were like put that then they were like look we nah, -uh. we want all of you and so my hair has become my brand and when i first seen i'm like what are people what what's the big deal but then when i see myself in in a um picture i'm like oh my gosh but it is what it is i love it i love it uh, i love it um because <laughs> i'll get distracted but when, look i'm so into the story he, so even when you went to God and you asked what your purpose was, mm -hmm. and you realized you were a speaker, Dr. Kim. And I know you said you wasn't sure, but the fear, were you ever fearful or doubtful? No, I don't think so, Stacey. I don't think that fear is the word. Um, I was embarrassed a little bit. And once I, you know, after, after it soaked into my spirit that that's what it was, I just, I knew that, I was fearful of not doing my assignment. So no, I was not fearful of being a speaker, but can I say this? And I've been speaking all over the world for about 22 years. And every single time I speak in front of an audience, and I mean, I used to fly to 18 cities a month. So every single day I would be in a different city. It might be Alaska, Montana, Seattle, and then, um, Tacoma. So every day I would fly to a different city. And so I've had a very rigorous life on the road and, and spoke to many, 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 many companies. But, but Stacy, every single time I walk to go in front of the room, I'm always nervous. My stomach is hurting, you know, I'm always, just, but once I open up my mouth, that's it. I mean, and, um, but I, I initially I'm always uh, maybe a little fearful. Um, but once I'm there, I'm there. And, and, and Stacy, I hate to say this, 
not only fearful, but dread it a little bit. I can't wait for the day to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's, it's exhausting the way that I do it. You know, the yes, when I ma'am. speak, I mean, it's like everything is out there. And, you know, from, from 15 minutes in, I'm sweating. And I usually speak from like nine to three. And they love it. But... I'm happy when the day is over and I give them all that I have. So, well, well I was going to touch on that too. Um, your boldness, yes. the volume of your voice when you speak, yes, the confidence, right? Because I've heard about you speaking at the bedroom candy, um, candy Burris's conferences. Yes, I haven't been told that you whisper so. <laughs> All of this, you demand attention. Your voice demands attention. When you started speaking, was it like that or did you grow into it? You know, um, Stacey, what a beautiful question. You know, I, I think I'm soft-spoken. I don't know. This is my real voice of what I'm doing with you. But yes, I am. I mean, once I get into it, I find myself so passionate. And I'm like, you know, Kim, why do you have to scream at them? But I've learned not to dissect my gift. It's not mine to dissect. I remember, um, Stacy, the first time I went to speak, I spoke for like 141 women um, in Rochester, New York. I had never really heard a speaker before. I wanted to look at Les Brown and Anthony Robbins, but I felt in my spirit that I should stay away from all influences. And I, and I felt like, you know, God was saying, I will teach you how. I will teach you. Don't look at anybody else's ways. I will teach you. And so it was my very first time speaking. And you have to understand I was young. I mean, I, I don't know how old I was, but I was naive. I was, you know, two times bigger. I was, I just, I never even, you know, I, I was not part of that world. And women with so much more education and experience than me was there. And I got a standing ovation. And so it confirmed in me that it's just in me. It's not what I've done for me, but I was born with it already there. And so um, that loudness and that boldness, I, I I think if it was up to me, Stacey, I would cut it out because it's embarrassing. No, but don't. It's not, but it's not my gift to alternate. Yes, ma'am. And, and when I say loud, I wasn't told that like in a bad way. Um, I know. It was, it was just like your voice when you step up to speak, people listen. It's, so. Yeah. You know, your blessing is your curse. You know, my loudness will get attention, but yet my my loudness and my passion will also cause some people to doubt. So you you're never blessed without a curse following you. So it's a blessing and 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 you know, it's 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 been interesting. Yeah, I heard you say on your video, because I'm following you at 10 a.m. on Facebook. I heard you say today that um your blessing is your curse. And I thought about how I talk too much, but it's my talking that has Dr. Kim with me. <laughs> so let's see. The next, <laughs> the next question before we get into our topic. Um, I really want you to tell women. Okay. For women watching you. Okay. And I don't want to... Um, 
I'm not like going against men, but this is a question that women have and some of the women that are watching. Can a woman achieve all of what she wants if her partner does not support her or believe in her? Damn. You know, um, that is so interesting. And, you know, today on and for those of that are listening, I do have a Dr. Kim at 10 a.m. on Facebook Live. And I do that Monday through Thursday, Dr. Kim at 10 a.m. And um, and every day there's different topics. Today we talked about um, is he or she worth it? Um, I, I, I honestly, because my purpose and your purpose and anyone that is listening, because their assignment is beyond them and because it's a God thing, I personally would not like anyone that's an earth thing destroy what's a God thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. You know, I, I mean, I there are some non-negotiables, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, things that you just won't take. Yes, ma'am. And and that should be one of them. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy, you know, Stacey. And you know, I I I'm pretty slow to anger. I have found you to be easy to work with. And I hope that you have found me to be yes. easy. I try very hard to be a blessing to people, you know. Um, but but definitely if that's one of the things that I don't negotiate, and that is my assignment and my purpose. Um, and, if, and, if, and if whoever is around me cannot handle my assignment, my purpose, me being more excellent in him, they're not supposed to be around me. Because see, what I, what, because I need to understand that although I have an assignment, they have an assignment too. Yes, ma'am. So, so if they're questioning what I'm supposed to do in my assignment, then they probably are not focused even on their assignment. So it's not a good setup. It's not a good match. No, no, definitely. I, I, yeah, a woman, a woman allows a lot of things. I mean, she can allow it, but she will end up paying the consequence and not them. We teach people how to treat us by what we will accept from them. And if we accept it, it is our issue and not their issue. We teach people how to treat us by yes. what we will accept from them. And Stacy, one thing that I always say, don't ever complain about anything you tolerate. <laughs> don't ever <laughs> like, complain. complain about anything you tolerate. And, and Stacy, and for the listeners out there, this is not for you, but it's for me. I deserve what I tolerate. You know, I mean, most of us are tired of fooling around. You're either here for a purpose or you're not here for a purpose. You're either going to do your assignment or you're not going to do your assignment. Oh my goodness. I mean, I mean, there's either more to you or there's not more to you. Yes, ma'am. And <laughs> <laughs> so what I forgot to say, and I have someone on here saying, Okay. Ask Dr. Kim to say the big statement. Okay. If you always do what you have always done, then you will always get what you have always got. 
And if you want something that you have never, ever, ever had, then you need to do something that you've never done. If you always think the way that you have always thought, then you'll always get what you have always got. And it's like true. You like that, huh? uh, I'm not sucking up for anything, but this is my chance to be honest. Okay. So out of all you, um, what made me continue to follow you as I ran a circle like a hamster getting nowhere was the day I saw your video and you said that. As a matter of fact, Lover said the other day, when I was talking about something, he says, if I recall correctly, someone told me if they keep doing what they've always done, yeah. they're going to get what they always got. Yes, yes. It this, was powerful. You know, and I, I do say it. I don't probably see the power in it that I used to. And so I am so glad that you asked me to say it, you know, um, but it's so true that if I do what I've always done, if you say it the way that you've always said it, you know, I mean, I mean many times I will tell, you know, as women, and I don't want to get off the subject, but I do talk about being powerful women, um, by, uh, uh, the top ways that women sabotage their career. That's a good one. Um, and, and, and we tend to over explain. You know, and, and and to where you know, and 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 I find that as women, when we're intimidated with someone, we keep going on and on. Well, I wish I would have, and I I really could have, which you know, all that. You just say it. No, that doesn't work for me. And you're kind, and you're not mad at them. But because it, 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 in everything, if you say it the way you've always said it, then you'll get what you've always got. You know, I always say if people are not taking you right slow it down oh my goodness or speed it up i was i was i was in dc and i forgot what company i was speaking for and they were like dr kim i want to say good morning but i really don't want to let them know how i'm doing i mean i'm just saying good morning you know it'd be fine and they were like well how do i stop them from asking me or, or how was your weekend what did you do he said i really don't want to talk i said well speed it up so what you can say is something like good morning good to see you keep walking but if you slow it down, good morning, they're going to start talking. Ooh. So it's, it's a, yes. So it's not it's not only what you do, it's how you say, oh my goodness, how you say it, how you look about it. Change what you're doing and you'll get different results. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm telling you, I'll be taking a class. I hope the people that... <laughs> They might need a session. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> and I want to start this like right now. Well, I want to say this because I don't want us to get so carried away with the topic that we forget what we really need to put out there. Yes. Dr. Kim, what do you have now for people? What? How? How do people continue to receive after this video? Perhaps what you say publicly, or if they want something private with you. That's very nice. Stacy. Um, as you know, um, I, and it's brand new for me, I am doing the Dr. Kim at 10 a.m. on Facebook Live, and I do that Monday through Thursday, and um, different topics every day. You know, feel free to 
contact me, to email me. My website is the drkimexperience.com, the D-R, no period, K-I-M experience.com. Many times people want a one-on-one session. You know, right now we're in the coronavirus and 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 I was saying this morning, and Stacey, I'm not sure that I I'm not sure that I said it correctly because it's really new for me. But one thing for the listeners that I want you to know is that whenever your atmosphere is unusual or peculiar, let's say like with the coronavirus, the atmosphere is unknown, although it's always been unknown. We just know now more that is more unknown, okay? But but when your atmosphere is peculiar and unknown, there's usually a special power within you to do something different. Okay, to whereas you may not be able to control out there, but you might have a new idea. If you sit in silence and ask for your creativity to be restored or renewed, you might find that you're more creative than usual. I find that when my outside is tore up, my inside is more powerful. And I think that you will find that. The reason I say that is because some of you might want to reinvent your life. One of one of the things that I do, um, um, Stacy, and I'm I'm very blessed. I am wise. I've always been wise, and um, and I thank God for that. Um, I I thank God for my wisdom. But one of the things that I do um, is I help people to find their purpose. Um, I can do that within one session. You know, I mean, people go all their life. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And usually, like I said, the very thing that you don't like about you or what other people don't understand about you is your purpose. You know, it's like my daughter has a big mouth. She is so nasty. She's so she's so nasty. Whereas you may see the nastiness, but flipped over, she's a leader and she needs to be in control. So a lot of times what we see from the negative side is supposed to be a blessing. And so for those of the, you out there you can continue with me, especially in any situation. I do, if you feel like you're being sabotaged at work, if you have a rebellious child, I do a lot. I do on every topic, communication, um, how to say no without saying no, relationships, how to get yourself back, how to, re, how to build your self-esteem. I do business consulting. I'm a ghostwriter as well. Um, I've ghostwritten about 12 books for people and um, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, it's, it's a lot of work, but if you're thinking this is the year I need to write a book, but I'm not sure how to do it, but it's, I, have a, I have it in my spirit, um, I, I ghostwrite for people. I'm, a, I'm the co-owner of Darks Publishing and, um, and that is a, you know, I was telling my husband, Stacey, and I and and you know he because we never really talked much about you know my PhD or anything and I'm grateful that I have it I just it's been a long time but he asked me he said would you have preferred to have a PhD or to be an author that a publisher picked up and there you know where you got an advance check and they 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 um they got your book out and I had to think about it and sometimes Stacey. I think that I'm probably more proud of the fact that I have a book. Um, but in the long term, 
I think the PhD has given me confidence. Nothing I've done needed the PhD. Let me say that. Nothing I've done needed it. It was already in me. <clears throat> but I think I needed the confidence through the PhD. But I think I'm more proud of the book. And I know that you're an author as well. Yes, that's a proud feeling. That's um it's a big deal. It's a it's a it's a big deal. I never realized how big of a deal it was until I actually did it, you know. Um it's an awesome feeling. But if I had my PhD, I'd probably feel a lot better. <laughs> so, so funny. Um, we've got people watching. I hope you guys are enjoying it like I am. Um one person is repeating um says change what you're doing to get different results so they're getting it dr kim Good. i'm so glad okay so now are you ready to get to the topic i think so i'm warmed up thank you you're warmed up? okay you're gonna so, ask me questions right stacy yes but, I I some, but for some reason i don't think i'm gonna have to ask you much i'm here to listen okay um when the person you love is also the person you can't stand mm. What made you come up with that topic, Dr. Kim? Um, because I know for I know that it's the truth. You know, um, Stacey, one thing I told you is that I've been married for 33 years and um I have a good marriage, but it's taken me probably 30 years to be able to appreciate it. And I also know that in the dating arena, usually what we like about them and what turns us on about their character later on we don't like i mean it's like oh he's so mm, i don't know mysterious girl he doesn't say much mm, he's sexy and then later on you end up being lonely yes yes or 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 or, or girl you know he he He's such in the, in the beginning. Oh, he's so good with people. Oh my gosh. I mean, everybody loves him. And then later on, you're like, I wish you shut up and get <laughs> <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Yes, Everything that we often are attracted to later on becomes the thing that we don't like about them. And it's 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 a um it's a yes it's and i'm sorry that it's like that but it's very true and many times it destroys relationships so if he has a lot of charisma when you meet him mm -hmm. or a, or whether it's a man or a woman sure. if, if they're very um if they're a big people's person when you meet them after you get settled down down the road you may not like him or hers continuing to be friendly well because because he you know when I'm going with you, things are light and relaxed. But when we're married and we have these bills and these kids, I need you to get in the house instead of talking to George all day outside. I need you, I need more from you now. But yet, <coughs> excuse me, Stacey, but yet I married the personality. And in, in a better time, I might like the personality. So we can't stand that. Or, 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 um, because most people don't have balance. Most people don't know when to stop talking and when to start talking. You know, if you got someone and they don't say a whole lot and they're kind of quiet spirited, they're usually too much that and need to have a little bit more 
personality. So usually what ends up happening, Stacy, is that because they're not really that well balanced, um, we end up seeing their blessing as a curse. So, okay, so their blessing ends up being a curse. Some people would think, Dr. Kim, um, when they get to the point that they can't stand him, listening to all the outsiders, when you're at the point you can't stand them, do you sit down, talk, try to fall back in love? Um, how do well, you how do you fix it? I, I what I think is, um, Stacy. Usually we can't stand them, and we end up just not liking them. We 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 resent them. We talk about them, and we don't appreciate them. But what I find is that if I if 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 my husband, his name is Derek. And if I can't stand Derek now, but yet he was that when I met him, it's not Derek with the problem, it's me with the problem. Are you flowing with me? Yes, mm -hmm. I mean, Derek didn't change, I'm the one to change. And so, so you know, and, and maybe, maybe at 19, I didn't realize how important it was that you could get serious with me instead of all the jokes, stay with me. But, but, but now I realize it. So now I'm asking you to change who you are because I have changed. And so, so a lot of it, I, it's not about you, you, you. I don't, I don't like you. I, you know, I can't stand you. And, 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 you know, it's, it's more about me, you know, to whereas my husband is, you know, funny and I tend to be way too serious. He's really what I need. But, but, but when I get serious, he's learned to become serious too. But so it's, it's, it's like many times we have to realize that it's not my job to change who he is. If it's not one of my non-negotiables, then I need to start living with who he is. A non-negotiable might be your three most important things, Stacey. So you might say, because I tell you I'm slow to anger. So I say that, and I say that to our listening audience to where if you are slow to anger, or if you wanna be slow to anger, and many times as women, we fight about things that are, that's not our battle. You know, girl, oh, I know they're doing that girl. And it's like, we don't really care. Listen, I mean, it's like, Stacey, for you, what are your top threes? You tell me, Stacey. What are my three? The three most important things to you. Um, God. Mm -hmm. My boys. Your boys. My dream. Your dream. My dream. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I'm not trading either of those. Yes. So that's the battle you pick. So very interesting. And I know you 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 mentioned lover, that you mentioned the top three, God. It's like, don't you mess with me about who I am and what I do and how I give and how I love other people. That's something you'll fight with for. And the same lover and the boys, yeah. Is lover part of the boys? No, it's the boys. I don't want to make it seem like lover isn't at the top of the list. No, but if okay. yes, ma'am. But if we're talking about Stacy, we're talking no, about Stacy. 
Okay, then those are the three three th three things. No, I I think it's I think I think Stacy that that is very mature of you. Oh my god, <laughs> Stacy, you said God, your boys, and your dream. There's something about it being very powerful that you guys, for those of you who are listening, lover is Stacy's significant other. Is it okay that I say that, Stacy? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Baby, no lover. Okay. <laughs> I'm the one that don't know lover. They used to be saying, they just know the name. They used to be saying lover. Well, what I'm saying to you is when lover is not the top three, then it makes you more able to walk away if you need to. It makes you not blind. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. It ma makes you more desirable than him. Because we are always attracted to those who look like they have a place to go. If I looked at my top three, my husband's not in that either. So therefore, I'm not dangerous. I'm not clingish. I'm here because I want to be, not because I need to be. Very powerful. That lover was not part of your, but, and my husband, no, I, 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 you know, no, I, I don't, I would not put Derek in the number three. Um, I feel like Derek can fight for herself. Okay. And I feel like um, Derek is the one that should be fighting for us. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I understand. And he's extremely important to me. But um, but I'm also complete without that in my life. Yes, ma'am. And that's something I'm glad you said that because, you know, sometimes in relationships, whether it's the woman with the dream or the man with the dream, the partner will think if you're not willing to give up your dreams because they don't understand it, then they're not important to you. But it's not that you're saying it's just non-negotiable. It's, look, the bottom line is what they love is also what they hate. Regardless if they realize it or not, he loves you because you have a dream. But yet he don't like you because you have a dream. That's the reality. I, her confidence, oh, well, she's sharp. She got so much confidence. He loves it, but he's threatened by it. You flowing with me? Yes, ma'am. Like is also what we hate. And, and that's really, I mean, it, it, it threatens us. And so, 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 so I, I remember one day I was having surgery and they had told me that I wasn't going to make it, you know, um, I was going to pass away. And so, you know, I remember laying and I could not talk. I couldn't see. And I, I remember sitting there and I was like, father, I don't think I'm going this way. I said, I, I don't feel like that's the truth. And I've never been afraid to die. Um, I, I've never, ever been afraid to. And then I said, okay, Kim, you know, all this, I'm not afraid. You know, they just told you, you aren't going to make it. And I said, I asked myself right there. I was in Milwaukee. I was at Milwaukee's um, intensive care. And I asked myself, well, how do you feel? Where are you at? I said, I'm okay with going but I want to come back and talk to my son, Christian. I've only have one son, Stacy. Okay. And I said, I want to talk with him. 
I, I want to talk with Christian so that he can properly properly release me. Other than that, I was okay with dying. I mentioned that to my, my husband that Christian was the one that I was concerned about. And he said, well, what about me? And I was like, you'll be all right. I mean, Christian was 19. And I'm like, you'll be okay. I need to go see Christian. And so it was very, very, I, I, you know, it's like when you have all these battles to whereas with you, God is the most important. Your sons are, 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 are the next. And then your dream is the next to whereas that's what you, oh my goodness, that's what you fight for. That's where you give your energy to. So when somebody sit there and call you a name, you don't act like you're about to destroy them because they're not that important. One thing that I say is what is the value of the person versus the energy that you're giving to them? You know, there's only few of us that are tens. Oh, stay with me. So, so, so if, if, if you, here we go, here we go. So if somebody at the grocery store, you know, give you the finger and you're like, what? It's like, let your ego get out of the way. It won't be the last time you get the finger. And do not give them all that 10 energy when they're really just a two. And so what ends up happening, we give all this energy to people we don't know, the people that's not in our inner circle, and people that are not our top threes. And then we go home, and all we have left for our children is the one or two that we should have given the stranger. Always oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. Always know a person's value. Okay. <laughs> and, and I mean that, Stacey. Always know their value. Yes, Always. Listen, it might be your mother, but in this season, she's a seven. She may not be a 10 right now. You might have a friend, Tawana. That's really a friend, but she's actually a nine or a 10 in your life because of what you share. Many times I will talk to women and I'm like, oh my gosh, they'll say, I hate my mother. I hate my mother. And I get it. Mamas can be something else. Women can be something else. And I'm like, always look at, look, we need to stop looking at people's biological age, but we need to see people based on their level of maturity. Listen. It, 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 somebody might be 65 years old, but if they stop maturing at 17, they will give you what a 17 year old will give you. Sometimes they're doing their best and you're like, well, how mature? Well, they're probably like 18. They are giving you an 18 year old's perspective because they're 18. I don't care if they're 76. Never look at their biological age and don't look at their role towards you. It has nothing to do with their level of maturity. And that is how you, you forgive people. And that is how you overlook your supervisor. And that is how you show mercy to someone to whereas they're 70, but you know good and well, they're functioning as a 15 year old. And yeah. then, then you're like, now you understand. Now you don't blame them. And then uh, sometimes, Stacey, at 15, you're like, wow. At 15, if they're really 15, they're a bad mama jamma. If my mama's really 15, she kept all of us. 
She tried real hard. She had three or four jobs. She tried to read us bedtime story and she's functioning as a 15 year old. I love her. Sometimes us seeing people based on their level of maturity is the only way for us to move forward. Wow. Yeah, very powerful. Very powerful, Dr. Kim. And we have someone, I, okay, I want to give you a little backstory to this one because I was inboxed earlier. Okay. So a lady wants to know, what about when you can't stand him? Okay, I know you said, these are the things we've tolerated, so it's our fault, right? Well, probably, but let me hear what she has to say. Okay, so she got with him, she married him, and he started doing more in the marriage. He was in the military, started creeping. She says that she got to the point she couldn't stand him, mm -hmm. and it turned to hate. It turned to hate. Now, what she chose to do, Dr. Kim, is she looked at how much longer do I have to be with him to get my military benefits if I leave him? <laughs> <laughs> she said she started hating him, mm -hmm. but she stayed for her benefits and then left. Yes. Now, are you saying, Dr. Kim, that there's a possibility um, if she let it turn to hate, she was supposed to start working on herself? Well, I think if she was looking to get his benefits, she was working on herself. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get too comfortable. <laughs> she was. I mean, I, mean, I mean, it's like, I can't stand you. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to get your benefits. I, I mean, I understand that. And and I, I, I get it. I mean, because I'm, I'm very money sensitive. <laughs> and I, I'm, I, you know, if it wasn't for my relationship with God, I'd be a mean mama. <laughs> so in a way, I kind of like that. It's like now, now, I mean, hate is a strong word, okay? But um, yes, I, I, I get it. I mean, I get it. Some people marry. It's like I don't love you. But I like you enough to treat you good. And with you, I live well. See, so everybody, it's like, it's like things are different. And I'm not saying that that's okay. But some people are like, I don't want to have to worry about money. Now, and I and I had this question that I would ask people, you know, your daughter, if your daughter came to you and she said, Mama, do I marry the man of my life? of my dreams, but yet he can't keep a job? Or do I marry that doctor that loves me and I don't love him, but I like him. I would marry the doctor that loves me. Really? <laughs> oh my God, you can't keep a job. <laughs> and can I say something, Sissy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, because, because that type of stuff is too important to me. Yes. I'm going around and, and see the thing about it is if I love you initially, I'm going to end up hating you. Do you understand? Because you can't keep a job. Yes, ma'am. And, and, and then I'm up here. I don't have my peace because I'm wondering where you at. Why aren't you looking for a job? Every year I'm concerned about you 
You don't have the character to love me enough. Oh my goodness. To see your place in that financial area. I would marry the doctor. Especially, yes, look, because I'll be honest with you. I mean, I believe in love. I've been married for 33 years. But the bottom line is this, you know, I if I had to choose between someone loving me and liking me, because you can love someone and hate them, I would prefer that they liked me other than, listen, stay with me. Love is a strong emotion. And it's, it's like, when you like, when you like somebody, you want to spend time with them. You want the best for them. They can become your best friend. A love that's shaky will end up being hate and you'll kill them. Listen, not all the time, Stacy. Yes, ma'am. That is why many times men, and this is very dark, have the tendency that when they, if they, if they shoot their significant other, they will also kill themselves. Women. Dr. Kim. Yes. Dr. Dr. Kim. I'm here, honey. Can you, can you, for some reason, technical difficulties, can you repeat what you said for many times? Yeah, I, yeah, I will repeat it, but I probably shouldn't have said it. Okay. No. (laughs) Say it. And and as I was saying it, I was like, girl, you know what? That's going to come back on you. But Stacey, what I, what, this is the deal. Many times when men shoot their spouse, they also kill their self. Right. Women will shoot their spouse, but never, ever kill their self. What I'm saying, you could be safer if they like you than a dangerous love. Oh, Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like if they love you, but yet they can't stand you. That's a nasty, dangerous relationship. But if they're like, I want to spend time with her. Gosh, I miss her when she's not around. That's, I mean, love can, like can be beautiful. Where love has the power to be very dangerous. Ooh, okay. I, I mean, it makes sense. I, I never, I've never thought about that. It makes it's, good sense. It's, 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 it's the truth. I mean, I mean, it, it's, it's really the, it, it, you know, it, it really is the truth. I mean, when someone really likes you, I mean, really, really likes you, it's like, you know, yeah, that's my girl, you know, and just, it's like, wow, it's a beautiful thing. If you can balance the love, love is beautiful too. But love can easily become very, very dangerous. Yes, ma'am. It sounds like to me, Lord, I'm taking a therapy session, I guess, and I forgot about the people. No, I'm only kidding. It sounds like to me, so when we say, when the person you love is the person you can't stand. Yes. There are people wondering, can this work if I can't stand him? I know you said, that what we liked in the beginning, Dr. Kim, becomes a curse later, right? Yes. 
I'm going to take it a step further. Um, if someone cheats, they come home, they no longer can stand the person that they're with. That person that cheats, that gets that anger toward the person at home, they need help, right? Let me say this. I'm not, Stacey, I'm not sure if I'm understanding what you're asking, but let me say this to you. It depends on what level you're talking about. If they're just a cat daddy, a liar, um, of course, you know, get out of that relationship, okay? But if you've been married or if you've been, you, you've been with them for 18 years and it's the first time they slipped and yet you know the, 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 the relationship has been not very fulfilling, some people are really okay with not destroying what they've got over a slip. It's like, because I realized that I would not easily get what I got with you from someone else. Okay. Depends on okay. what you're losing. Yes, ma'am. But, 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 but if, 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 if you don't respect my non-negotiable, I don't trust you. We're walking together and you're looking behind all that. You, you know, good. I mean, and I almost said something. I'm so glad I didn't, but, um, but, but I mean, it's like, you're no good. I mean, you have to look at the whole thing. And, you know, um, I, I was telling my husband and <clears throat> Stacy, yes. I mean, I've been married 33 years. It's probably taken me 32 years to realize I like our companionship. You didn't? No. You know, I, I didn't appreciate us going everywhere together and him opening up the door for me. But now I do. I mean, it's like I, I would be pretty lonely without Derek. Oh. I realized that. I realized that, Stacy. now. You know, I, 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 and I don't think that somebody else will give me the attention that he does. Listen. Stacy, another thing that I realized how, how my husband cared for my parents when they were sick. See, yeah. That's a good man. That's a good man. How he would pick up my father and take him to the bedroom and how when Derek got a little sports car because he knew my mother liked sports car, he would go and I would be out of town. He would go and pick her up and drive her around the city and send me a picture. And it's just <laughs> like, I can't buy that. And so, so when you look at what you've got, you become more tolerant at what you will take. So even though he's doing something or she's doing something and I can't stand it. I have to look at, I have to look at what I accepted at first and then think about what he's doing now. Well, Stacey, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about real big things. I'm talking about snoring. Okay. Yeah. I'm the lady said, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about, uh, telling jokes. I'm talking okay. about, being too particular, or I'm not talking about anything as far as the character. Okay. Um, because what ends up happening is if 
it, it is if I had a problem with my husband judging other people and being nasty, then that's going to come home too. You're going to see a stream of that sort of stuff. The stuff that I can't stand is stuff I know that, you know, I'm not that I'm not that nice of a person anyway. So I don't even like feet. So so I know I'm already hard. You understand what I'm saying? I'm yes, ma'am. About any, I, I mean, I think I think you know it's it's like I'm not talking about being angry and nasty to our children. I only have one son, and being dangerous when it comes to our son. Because see what it would end up happening is that that ego that you got with our son is going to show up in other areas of our relationship. So I may not be getting a whole lot if you are on edge all the time because of your ego. And yeah, you might have picked up my father. And you might have picked up my mother, but I'm afraid to take you anywhere because you got a temper. Yes, One of the things that we started saying, remember today when I talked about um, um, Dr. Kim at 10 a.m., that your significant others had three, headed three places. I mean, every me, I'm headed three places. I'm either headed for destruction in my future from the things I do now. I mean, they're headed to get the same things that I've got. So like a stability or I'm headed towards prosperity. A lot of times we can know when we're in a situation we should not be. It's like they're headed for destruction. That their, their, their judgment is not right. They're too angry. They're full of ego. Their character is not good. You know, not only do they not love me, but they don't love anybody. You know, to whereas usually we know where we're at with that. Many times, um, Stacy, women, I think you've heard me say this, will say, should I leave? Should I leave? And men will say, should I leave? And then I will say, I want you to imagine your significant other in another relationship with someone else, not thinking about you, very comfortable, very much in love, let's say nine months later, not thinking about you, how would you feel? Some would say, perfect, because I want him out of my life. Others would say, I would be too upset. How dare they? And then if you're upset, you're still hanging on. It's about mind over the matter. And if you don't mind, then it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Dr. Kim, hmm. this has been great. <laughs> this has been great. It has um, been. I've learned a lot. I hope other people have learned something. Um, I've also learned to not be so quick to when I say I can't stand him or her mm -hmm. to think about, not to be so quick to blame it on them. It's something I'm dealing with. Stacy. and I know that people don't want to hear this because I hate hearing it. It's always about me. Okay. Stacy. I'm allowing myself to get upset. 
Okay. Okay. So I hope they I'm get that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I find that in most, if, 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 if I'm getting molested or, or domestic violence, I've tolerated it. Therefore, I have taught him how to treat me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So if, I'm sorry. Let, so me, let me say that one more time. Okay. So if I am being mistreated and abused, he's wrong, but I'm wrong too because I have tolerated it. And me tolerating it has taught him that he can. Okay, okay. When will you be back on Facebook Live? <laughs> Monday. At Unless you put this on Facebook Live tomorrow morning at 10. I don't know. Okay, okay. You I, want this on there? I don't know, honey. I don't know what you can do, what you want to do. Okay, um, we'll, we'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. It's um it's been it's been awesome. You touched based on a few things, and I thank you for giving us your time, okay? Stacey, you are you are such a joy. Okay. I mean, so, are you are do you have like 20 more seconds or are we pushed for time? Are you we, okay? Well, we we can do 20 more seconds. Yes, ma'am. Just understand, Stacey, that you are that your purpose has a lot to do with how you love other people. Okay. But yet at the same time, Stacey, that's the very thing that's gonna cause you your sorrow, how much you give out and how much you love. But it is your blessing. Okay. Just wanted to say that, darling, that will cause you the most problems. Yet at the same time, there's no reason for you unless you're doing it because that's your assignment. I love you. Love you too, Dr. Kim. They, and for those, remember, they can do a session for those, the listeners for $97. Okay. Check Dr. Kim out, people. Okay. Thank love you, Dr. Kim. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, beautiful. Okay, <laughs> okay, guys, thank you for hanging in there with me. It was an awesome conversation. We covered a couple topics, but I thank you for watching the Stacey Thomas Unrestricted Unlimited Talk Show. I thank you. Um, follow me on Facebook. You can go on YouTube also. And remember, I am Stacey Thomas Unrestricted Unlimited. Don't you dare put me in a box. I have yet to see all that God has for me. Have a great night.